All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the Sports Quarantine Project. I'm Isaac, and as usual, Josh is with me. What's going on, bro? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing all right. How about yourself, man? I'm doing pretty good, uh, hanging in there, just trying to stay busy, you know, try to yep. not be bored to death. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm down to a six-pack. I'm running through alcohol like there's no tomorrow. I mean. <laughs> so, uh... Thanks again uh, to start this episode. Thanks again to Nick, our buddy, for joining us on the last episode. If you haven't listened to it yet, check it out. It's a great episode, a lot of laughs. Uh, we definitely, I think it was me and Josh's favorite episode that we did yeah, last. Uh, I was going to say that, yeah. yeah I was so say. if you guys haven't, uh, if you're listening to this one and you haven't checked that one out, listen to it uh, real quick. It's a little longer than our usual, but uh, it's definitely worth the listen. That was a, that was definitely, I think, our and, and And you guys uh, aren't doing, and you guys aren't doing anything, so don't act like you got something fucking better to do. All right, that's not going to make him happy. <laughs> and I, <laughs> All right. I wanted to say I uh, look forward to having uh, Dipsky back on back on here next. Yeah. Time. So if you guys uh enjoyed him uh being on there, uh he's definitely going to be back. So Nick, we're going to have you back soon, buddy. Maybe, so, uh, let's maybe, maybe we'll even uh get Taller on here to plead his case on why we should keep him on the team. I mean, yeah, waiting for it still. Let's we'll see what happens. Wait for the phone. All right, call. let's dive. Let's dive right into it here. Uh, first and foremost, first thing I want to talk about. Uh, some sad news coming out of the NHL today. Uh, Colby Cave, yeah. um, prospect for the Edmonton Oilers organization, uh, played a, uh, with them this year and their AHL affiliate in Bakersfield with the Condors. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers announced today that he was rushed to the hospital and put into a drug-induced coma after uh, suffering from bleeding from his brain. Yeah. Um, that's all we know about it. Uh so he was put into a drug-induced coma. He did have surgery. They updated a couple hours after that initial statement that his emergency surgery was successful, but he still is in the drug-induced coma, and that uh, his wife and his uh, family just asked everyone for their prayers and uh, thoughts. Uh, so, yeah, definitely right away our thoughts are with uh, Colby yeah. Cave, his, his wife, his family, his friends, and the Edmonton Oilers organization. I uh, hate to see something like that happen. Obviously, something so scary, you really can't yeah. plan for something so sudden like that. So, I mean, honestly, it, it goes back to the Jay Bomister thing. You know, that was – it was a real scare. Like, and, you know, you're ne- you're never ready for something like that just as, just as human beings. It's just, you know – so, yeah, like you said, thoughts and prayers with his family, the organization, the Edmonton Oilers, you know, his teammates, friends, family, and, you know, hopeful, hope, hope for a hundred percent recovery, hope that he could, you know, make it out. Yep. Get back on the ice soon. So, uh, just start, wanted to start off with that. So, uh, moving on from that, uh, I think a pretty <laughs> important thing in sports right now, uh, to talk about is, uh, United States president, Donald Trump, held a uh, conference call with commissioners and governors from all major sports leagues, uh, NHL, MLB, NBA, NFL, uh, Major League Soccer, uh, even WWE, UFC, uh, a lot WNBA. Yeah, it was WNBA, a, lot, yeah. a lot of different commissioners for other all kinds of sports uh, leagues and commissions. Um, to talk about the pandemic and the thought of resuming sports, and um, he did say that, he does not now. He didn't put a timeline on when sports will resume, but he did say he does not expect fans to be in stadiums for professional sporting events until at least August. So that's not to say anything about when sports will resume, but mm-hmm. based off of what President Trump has said, is that don't expect to be going to any baseball, hockey, or whatever any type of sporting events until at least August. Yep. 
I mean, they're they're playing it safe at this point. You got it. You it's it was one thing when everything first started out, but now you know just just to be safe because we. I mean, I I know I can speak for everybody when you know I say like we just want this shit to be over with. We want you know sports back. We want everything to go back to normal. So yep. it's just playing it safe. August, yeah. honestly, it could be worse. They could they could have done six months, seven months. Yeah, and then like I said, that uh, that him saying August tells you that they're hoping for sports to resume before that because obviously enough when sports resume, they're not going to have tens of thousands of fans back in the stadiums all over again. It's gonna it's gonna be a thing that's gonna have to be eased back. Yeah. So him saying August should give us all somewhat hope that they expect maybe even in June, hope maybe to to see uh, some of these professional leagues and uh have sports resume play and then we can all pack back into the stadiums by August hopefully and uh, get that feeling back of going to those games. I know that's what a lot of us sports fans miss the most. Mm-hmm. So I know me and Josh are dying to go to a Red Bulls game when they resume. So yeah, love that I atmosphere. Mean, yeah. I'm dying to get back on the ice too. I know you, I know you probably the same. I don't even want to talk about it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, to move on, uh, let's go to our next uh, topic of discussion here. Uh, this is uh, another thing that happened a couple of days ago. We saw the uh, 2020 uh, National Basketball Association Hall of Fame class announced. Uh, and headlining that, we had Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, and Kevin Garnett, amongst others. Uh, those are the three top names you saw, though, being inducted. Yeah. So uh, obviously all three extremely deserving. Uh, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it's a no-brainer that it, it, a lot of people see sometimes, oh, they may be doing this just as like more of a tribute thing that he passed. But if he was alive right now, he'd be going in. Everyone knows yeah. it. But, I mean, those are three no-brainers right there. Would you agree, Josh? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Kevin Garnett, stud, Tim Duncan's just one of the best uh, power forward. He's power forward, correct? I think he played center too. Some he was, he, he's he's all, all around just a just a powerhouse of a player. I believe he has. Yeah. I believe he has two. Two rings, yeah. Yeah, two rings, and and just clearly Kobe, just one of the best to ever do it. No, no question about it. So I think yeah, they're all no brainers, and you know, shout out to all the other people that did make it as well into the uh yep. the congratulations to those guys congratulations to all them yep correct just, i'm just, always actually that's just, that's just those are just three top-notch players there you can't deny them that yeah i always really was a big fan of kevin garnett a lot of yeah. people thought he was a little centric and stuff like that but that guy was just like an absolute beast on the court like yeah. i mean he had his personality <laughs> too also the court it was yeah. just great he was just high energy high octane guy like yeah. just just as hell like it was just so fun to watch every night. Just, I mean, I just feel like somewhat maybe underrated. Like when he was with Boston, I know he was definitely a part of that big three or even big four at times when you had when they had Ray Allen, Rondo, and yeah. uh, Paul Pierce. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people did look at Paul Pierce. People did. I mean, Kevin Garnett got his his uh, fame too there, but like I feel like he was slightly underrated a little bit there. I wanted to say this too. Um... A couple weeks ago when we had the, the the Kobe Bryant, not even weeks ago, now it's been months, so I don't even understand time anymore. But when there was the Kobe Bryant, Bryant tributes going on, um, Vince Carter got the got to go out on the court, uh, which they think is going to be his last time. And that brought tears to my eyes too because Vince Carter is just – he is an absolute 
monster, and he was still playing. He's a legend. Day. Yeah, he's a legend. I mean, some of the dogs that that guy has done, and you know, I mean, it it was really an eye opener for me. Um, a couple years back, one of my neighbors, he said, "Did you ever see the video of Vince Carter dunking over a seven foot man?" And I was like, "Uh, maybe." He was like, "No, no, no. Trust me, you would know if you've seen it." He showed me it, and and it just absolutely blew me away. So I just wanted to say shout out to him. You know what a incredible career he's had. So yeah, if the season isn't able to resume, and it is end for him, definitely. Yeah. We never talked about that, so for sure. Yeah. Uh, so um, moving on, let's keep it in the basketball here. Uh, college basketball uh, today announced the winner of the uh, Wooden Award, which goes out to uh, the most outstanding player in the nation, essentially like the MVP of the league. And it was a no brainer to go to uh, Dayton's Obi Toppin. Um, I mean, he won every single award this year. You can think of AP Player of the Year, Naismith yeah. Player of the Year. He, he was just an absolute beast. Sure. Yeah, and uh, it, when I saw it, it's a shame because, I mean, to see the March Madness tournament get canceled, I mean, Dayton was just a team that swept the nation this year, and they were a Final Four team, no doubt in my mind. Who knows what they could have done? Yeah. So, I mean, it's yeah, a shame. They, yeah, yeah about that. like you said, they were looking unstoppable. I mean – Clearly, like you said, you, you, won, you won every award and fucking under the sun. And it so. makes you think how many more things he could have accomplished playing in that tournament. So, but he'll be in the NBA. Yeah, so 100%. no doubt. Fun but, fact yeah, about just for like an athlete, you know, to not. I mean, like you said, the March Madness is people's favorite time of the year for most people. Like, for oh yeah, I love it. And you know, for him, I'm sure he wanted to go out there and just you know light it up. So. Some fortunate. Absolutely. He knows that he has a, a lengthy career ahead of him for sure. Yeah. Fun fact about him too. Uh, to see him win all these awards, I read today, this is unbelievable to me, and you'll think the same. He had zero Division One offers coming out of high school. Zero. None. And now a, look at him. That is a fun fact because I'm sure he's having fun with it. That's crazy. I'd like to know the stat on how many guys – had no Division One scholarships yeah. coming out of high school. That'd be a hard stat to maybe find, but how many guys had no Division One scholarships coming out of high school and then went on to win the Wooden Award? Yeah. So that's, that is that's, tough. That's and, and I, Josh doesn't follow college basketball as much. He does when the March Madness tournament comes on, but it, like for all the people that don't know, like the Wooden Award is the Heisman of college basketball. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just for anyone that might be sitting there wondering what's that. Yeah. So – uh. Yeah, congratulations to Obi Toppin from uh, Dayton. So uh, definitely well-deserved, and uh, I think that was just a unanimous decision from top to bottom. Easy. All right, well, well let's go to something fun here. Did you just take a sip of the beverage there? Uh, yeah, it's water. Oh. <laughs> here. Um, yeah, so this is actually very fun to talk about. Uh, a lot of people were shocked and kind of astonished but also not surprised maybe to see that UFC president Dana White uh, reports came out that he is extremely close to acquiring a private island in which he will host UFC events during this coronavirus pandemic. Now that's amazing. <laughs> Any thoughts on that, Josh? No, that's just my uh, hold on. Hold on. I have to go get uh, a dolly so I can pick up my jaw because it's just on the floor. That's, I mean, talk about pride. Like, the guy's I like, know. show ain't fucking stopping. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> like, like, Dana, you just can't keep going on. Sorry, buddy. He's going to be like, what if I buy an island? 
I'm sorry, what? <laughs> buy I, an I, island. I, island. I buy it. You have the island. Uh, Dude, hold on. Tell me that doesn't sound like a reality show. Welcome to UFC Island, where <laughs> you find your top contestant. <laughs> is it an island that's already like civilized? Like there's people there, or is it just a random island? Where are they gonna help? Are they just gonna build a kid, an octagon in the middle of the like a fucking rainforest? Yo, like, well, you know what, you know what, you know what I thought about uh, when you said that. There is uh, I forget what they're called, but there's this group of people who have had no human contact, they don't have any, like, technology, and they live on, like, an island, and, and there's been... Oh, dude, there's... There's been, there's been cases where, like, a boat would go near and they fucking throw arrows at it. Like, they're, they're super... Oh, dude, that's... So they have no very... idea what's going on in the world or anything. I mean, if he's that close to purchasing the island, I have to imagine it's, like, safe for... Like and what are they gonna do? They're just gonna fly there like every time there's an event. And like my main question is, and maybe it's in there, maybe I just haven't read enough. Like, is there like where are they? Are they literally just gonna build an octagon like in the middle of the woods and and fly there (laughs) and fly there? Like, all right, guys, here's the octagon. Get the get the the gorillas out of the get the gorillas out of the octagon. I know. Out, out. Fight. Are they gonna get all their families and like recolonize like? It's very interesting. I mean, I I look forward to it. Oh, so, absolutely. cheers to Dana White. I mean, guy, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, dude. That, dude, you know what I think about when when you told me that? I was like, dude, the dick on this guy. Like, he just whipped out his dick. Like, dude, I'll buy a fucking island, dude. I'll buy an island. <laughs> dude, you know, you know, they're like, they're like, sorry, Danny, you just can't do it. I'm gonna buy an island. I, I, if I buy an island, can I keep? Can we keep having events? <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, honestly, that's a loophole in the system. It's like can't can't be coronavirus there if there's no people, dude. I'm on island. No, no, we we get what you're saying, Dana. But I, all the other fuck, commissioners, I, mean, I think we could do it. All the other commissioners are like, <laughs> oh, dude, they're gonna have a field day. Island shit. They're gonna have a goddamn field day with that, dude. If he buys his island and they have a legit UFC event on this island, immediately, other commissioners are gonna be like, what? Well, and I think of that. God damn, Dana White. This guy. No, this, this is why. This is no, why he's the guy. No, he's I'm the, he's, a fucking idiot. I forgot. Fuck the island, dude. God damn. He's like, that's why you're the. They, they're all calling Dana White. That's why he's number one. See, he's I'm number just, one. That's why. I was thinking country. Was never, I was thinking go somewhere where there's no cases. And this man and this man just pulls out a dick in the island. He's like island. I don't care. Island. Yeah. His land. Gary Batman's Gary Batman's like I'm freaking twiddling my thumbs between freaking Vancouver or North Dakota, and this guy buys a goddamn island. <laughs> buys an island. Literally, fucking uh, it's like, I got it. Antarctica. Lots, <laughs> lots, of tons of. Uh, tons. I'm sorry, Gary. We just we just can't do that. Why not? Dana White bought a fucking island. <laughs> you know how cold it is there? Ice. There's ice. We're hockey players. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's great. There's oh, penguins, God. I hope, bears. Dude, I really hope that works out. I really do. That that would be amazing. That would, honestly, that would seriously, uh, like, out of all the things going on in this current time, that would literally stand out like a sword thumb. What, oh man, that'd be great. About it 50 years later, like, oh man, remember when oh, absolutely. Oh, wait. You remember when Dana White was like, fuck, I'm gonna buy an island and nothing's canceled. The fuck? Yeah, I mean, he'd revolutionized like 
everything that's going on with this pandemic. If you're I mean, a UFC good stuff, fan, though. like you need, if you're if you're a UFC fan or a fighter, just get down on your knees and just start bowing because this man is this man is ahead of his time. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man, I just can't imagine anything better could come from it. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm jumping back. Pacific Ocean. What? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently you can. It's sold in quarters. <laughs> I'll take the Northeast. <laughs> what are we off to next? Oh uh, well, uh, back into the NHL. Um, Gary Bettman, uh, as all the leagues are doing, they're constantly trying to keep us updated uh, as much as they can. The commissioners, the board of governors, with all the uh, professional leagues, of what's going on and what they can uh, do to give the fans any type of hope or solidarity, and what's going on. And uh, Gary Bettman today did come out and kind of announce what we already are expecting. And that is that he did say, and I quote, that the regular season may not be possible uh, in concerns of finishing it. Uh, we've talked about this before uh, that we already, we kind of went back and forth about the ideas they could possibly have. But it seems like now Gary Bettman has said what most NHL fans are were already starting to expect. And that is that when a commissioner comes out and says something like that, it's uh, kind of puts the uh, nail in the coffin, lets us know that the regular season at least won't be finished. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. So um, if they do resume and they go to playoffs, uh, does that – they have to go to seeding the teams by win percentage, I mean, right? I would say. I mean, you, I mean, you can't you can't do a point based playoff system when there's yeah. teams that have played three games more than others or three games less. You just can't do that. Yeah, no. Because that's just. I mean, you got to do it off a of win percentage. That at least is a category that makes it fair game. Yep. See you later, so. Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know what? For that matter, did you see what PK Subban said? No. He was like, I think that they... <laughs> I'm sure he said it exactly like that. Too. I, think. I mean, the guy's banging Lindsey Vaughn, so I can't be guy. He's winning. So, uh, no, he I mean, he was he basically was like, I think what the NHL should do is just let every single team 31 to one be seated where they are right now and just do every team in the playoffs and let's just go from there. He's like, I think I think we're a scrappy group right now. Uh, I think we could do some damage. Yeah, like, what the fuck? That's that, dude. If you that any playoff team, if you ask any player on that team, hey, do you think this is a good idea? They're gonna be like, no, that's stupid. We're in a playoff spot. He's trying to make take it into. He well, you gotta think about this way, guys. We're technically not eliminated yet. You don't know what could happen. I'm just saying we're 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 a pesky bunch right now. Hey, I'm gonna see Devils get their shot. Well, it's not we about popcorn it. pops, PK. We deserve it. Yeah. Like, no. I mean, the Kings deserve it then in that matter. They've won <laughs> yeah. like seven or something in a row. Yeah. I don't even remember anymore. It was eight. Was it, it was eight? Like eight. Yeah. Like eight? Yeah, like eight. Uh, that's one more than seven. I, I, I thought so. I just wasn't sure. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, my suspicions are if they are to resume – Jump right in the playoffs based off a of win percentage and go from there. Uh, unfortunately, I am one of those diehard hockey fans that is unfortunately, and Josh disagrees, that 
I just said cancel the season. Don't give out the cup. No playoffs. Cancel it. Start from fresh next season. Because my main thing is at this point, you're going to screw up and delay this upcoming uh, season for 2020, 2021. Why do that? Why screw up two seasons when you can just screw up one? I just don't see the sense in it. I say scrap this season. It's a shame. It is what it is. Start fresh next year and let's go from there. I just don't see a point in trying to go through all this trouble. Uh, dude, it just – it hurts, man. It hurts. I know. And it, 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 I feel like you just really can't live with seeing a team not win the cup. Yeah, that's – yeah, that's really what is that what is that, is that what it – yeah, even if it's not my team, it just doesn't feel right. This, yeah, the Stanley Cup playoffs are my <clears throat> my favorite time of the year. Besides, you know, a couple other sports, a couple other times. But so, so you're just more on the lines. You're more on the lines that just like you kind of agree with what I'm saying. But you're like, man, I just can't live with not seeing someone win the Stanley Cup. I just need to see that. Yeah, yeah, twenty like it. Like, I mean, it's, now, what if they resume play and the Penguins win the Stanley Cup? Would you take this if you could come back in time and take that this statement back? Would you? No, I would not. Well, give it up to Josh Vaughn, everybody. Because I'm mean, just a class act guy. I mean, because I'm not one of those, like I said, one of those Flyer fans that just like dickied on the Penguins, dickied on Crosby. Clearly, one of the best players of all time, and it's just like. It's just like I said, the principle, and you know, if the Penguins won the cup, then they clearly deserved it. You know, I mean, yeah. all the teams. I feel like. This is weird, but all the teams, I feel like if if things do resume, I feel like teams are going to be rusty, but they're going to be fresh at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, that's why it would be delayed further back because they, uh, it was Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA. He was the one that came out and said that the reason for an expected time of resuming is the reason why it's further back than what people are expecting is because I – he basically said we have to give the players a significant amount of time to get back with the team, practice, get back into training. We can't just be like, oh, we're good to resume. All right, let's uh, two days, games resume. We can't do that. We the, Like Adam Silver basically said he he wants it to be a, a situation where uh, every team gets at least a month to like resume tr- practicing and yeah. back with the teams and stuff. I mean, you, yeah, you got to. You got to get back in the groove of things. So. Guys are going to be rusty. Girls, too. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being sexist. Guys are going to be rusty, you know. But I feel like they're also going to be, like, fresh and ready to go at the same time. So yeah. It's kind of like you're going to get to yeah, no. the Worlds. They're definitely – they want to get back to playing. But yeah. you do – no matter – even during the regular season, like the NHL does that mandatory uh, week off. Every team does, has, like, a basically a one-week bye. Like, right. and every time a team comes back from that, they're always, or it's actually it's 10 days. My bad. I think it's a, t- every team has that mandatory 10 days off during the season. Yeah. And it's like every time a team comes, they're all prepared for it. They know it's going to happen. But every time they come back from that 10 day by that, they're always a little rusty. It's just yeah. natural. You stop, you stop playing for that. Like you'd be practicing every day, but it's like you, you come back after being off 10 days. You're a little off your game. You're playing team that just played three games in the last five days. Like they're in the mood, they're, they're in the swing of things. So it, it takes a little bit. So, I mean, obviously being out this long, this is basically going to, by the time they resume, it's basically an off season. You yeah. think about it. Yeah. If they resume play in June. Well, right now they're saying July is the earliest. So that would be April, May, June. That would be over three months of time off. That's, that's, that's an off season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, actually, technically, 
Uh, when did sports really stop? Like March? It was March. March twentieth, I think, is when the NBA canceled, yeah. and March. I might be a couple days off. Yeah, no, I, I think could definitely right be a couple days off. But it, it was it was around that. It was like March twentieth, March. It was around there. It was like a little over mid March. Yeah, you're in the ballpark, Frank. Oh wait, no, I think I'm wait. No, I think I think it was more beginning of March, right? Yeah, no, actually, I think it was March. Yeah, yeah, because it was like yeah, but but regardless, it was it was it was mid to it was the first. It was within the first two weeks of March. I mean, yeah. let's just say that. Yeah. Because yeah, March twentieth. Now that I think about it, that, doesn't sound right because that was only like two and a half weeks ago. It was definitely longer than that. Yeah, I've been quarantined for like three weeks, bud. Yeah, it's been it's been at least like three weeks. I think now. Yeah. At least. Um, but now I don't even want to. <laughs> I don't even want to know what we're gonna look like when we step on the ice. Just kidding. We're natural athletes. Oh, look out! So, uh, I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens. But obviously. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, I'm definitely on board to cancel the NHL and NBA season. Just don't even resume. Just worry about next year. And Josh is saying, no, whatever you got to do, resume both NBA and NHL. We got to see championships awarded. Yeah, uh, yeah. When when I was talking about that earlier, it's not just cup, dude. Like, I mean, clearly, you know. You're talking about NBA, too. Yeah, and any any sport that, you know, was put to a halt because of the, uh, yep. the difficult situation. I just feel like it's – it, it it sucks when you compete and you know you put on your game. It's all for nothing. And the, yeah, then you just feel like, damn. Well, what could have been? What, yep. what would we have been the ones? Like you know, that's yep, exactly. It sucks. Our part. It sucks. But I think we're both in agreement to not do what the Belgian Pro League did and just be like, we're canceling it. No playoffs. You guys are champions. <laughs> like the all definitely the all, don't do that. The audacity. Club Bruges is just like, wow, we didn't even do anything. <laughs> I mean, okay, I guess they got I guess they got in the first place. We'll give them that. But I just uh, all right, let's not get we'll, 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 let's not get back into that. I'm just like yeah, uh, it's like the thing from Drake and Josh, one of the first episodes of football episode. You did it, Josh, you did it. What I do. <laughs> Club Bruges friends are like, you guys did it. And they're like, what I do. <laughs> what I do. You were in first place at the time of a national of a global pandemic. You're the champions. I guess we are. Woo! Feels good. <laughs> it feels good to do nothing and get rewards. Yo, uh, that's just like hiring her maid and walk in and she's sitting on her ass and you're just like, yo, you're doing a great job. <laughs> it was already clean. That's like cleaning your house before you go to work and then your maid comes to a beautifully clean house and being yeah. like, you deserve a fucking raise. Yeah, dude, you're honestly, you can have the house. <laughs> All right, unfortunately. Got some more bad news to report. I promise. Uh, so unless something else comes up amidst me and Josh's conversation here with you guys, uh, that is uh, sad or bad news. Um, but to my plans, this is the last one. Well, unfortunately, uh, we had a situation the other day and in, uh, involving New York Rangers prospect, uh, Keandre Miller, who is of African-American descent. Um, he's a gifted prospect in their uh, organization. And uh, he was doing a Q&A with fans uh, through Zoom, which you've seen a lot of people do uh, for things interacting with fans, uh, a lot of people are doing. And unfortunately, uh, it was somehow hacked or taken over by uh, just a racist piece of shit uh, who decided to make a lot of racial remarks and stuff like that towards uh, Keandre Miller. Um, That type of nonsense 
of racism and hate speech, not only it has no right to be in the game of hockey. Hockey is for everybody. Hockey is a sport of respect and love and sportsmanship. Yep. And it sickens me and I hate it so much. And I feel extremely horrible for Keandre Miller. Uh, I mean, he's a great hockey player, great young prospect. And it's uh, trying to do something nice for the fans uh, during everything going on. Um, being just obviously showing the type of guy he is and for yeah. something like that to happen. It's, it's a shame. And you hate to see something like that happen. So, yeah. um, Sucks that he was subject to that, and um, I hope they find out who that piece of crap is and um, ban him from any sporting event, or you know, from here on out. It's just, and there's no room for it in any sport for that matter, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of problems over in Europe, um, in soccer with racism. A lot of guys have for some of you people that are pay attention to that, um, a lot of issues with that, and uh, Italy, especially. Um, we saw it happen in England and Germany and Spain. Uh, I mean, everywhere. It seems like there's a lot of problems there's, with it. There's, so, no, um, there's no place for that in, in, in the sport world, let alone any world. Yeah, so um, unfortunately for Keandre Miller, he was subject to that. But uh, hopefully he uh, moves past it, realizes it was just, uh, just a jerk-off piece of crap. And he, uh, he's going to have a great career. And uh, not gonna, he shouldn't let someone like that. Yeah, take absolutely. away from that. So, uh, Chandra Miller, don't fucking worry about those pieces of crap. You were born to play hockey, and he's going to be a hell of a player one day. Kid's a stud. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, that happens sometimes, and we hate to see it. And uh, people like that don't deserve to be a part of uh, our country or any country or any sport, for that yeah. matter. So, people are just filled with hate, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, I, wanted to, obviously I wanted to say something about that, so. <laughs> Put yeah. that out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to move on to uh, some MLB matter. We haven't really talked about that too much. Uh, some hopeful news uh, for sports fans, especially MLB fans, baseball fans out there. Uh, the MLB today made an announcement stating that they have a plan in place in which they will start play for this upcoming season as early as May. And the plan is in regards to playing all games in the Phoenix, Arizona area. Okay. With no fans. Right. And they are said that they have backing by federal health officials. And the federal health uh, public, uh, ugh, the federal health officials have said they have no problem with it as long as it's safe. They're willing to do it. Um, star player uh, for the, uh, the Rockies, Nolan Arenado, came out and said he has no problem with it as long as it's safe. I'm definitely down with it. So, I mean, May uh, isn't too far away. So, uh, we might see some sports day. What do you think about that, Josh? With everything going on, definitely gives us something to look forward to. And, you know, it's... My thing is, as long as it's safe, let's fucking go. Yeah, easy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just... They want to um, they want to give the fans some excitement. Yeah. And, they, they, and, and you know what? It's not them being so eager. It's just that they want to resume play as much as every professional well, sport does, they were, but they want training, you know, they were, yeah, I mean, they, they want it to be a safe, safe place yeah. and a safe area. And they think the Phoenix area of Arizona is a good place. They're going to just try to get as many games in as possible. Now, I don't know if that's going to be just some preseason exhibition, some spring training games, or if they're going to resume right away. I don't know, but you know, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll, we'll, obviously this is a developing story. We're going to hear more about it every day. But yeah, fuck, that excites me. 
Let's yes, see some sports. I love. Yeah. I, I'm. I definitely was getting ready to watch some baseball, man. Yeah. So uh, I love baseball season. Absolutely. One of the best. I mean, I love every sport, but sure, course, baseball yeah, is really fun yeah. to watch, man. I, I love, love baseball. baseball. I mean, you know, you know, it's funny. People, people don't like baseball because of like the pace. I've heard, I've heard people say this in their own words that they don't watch baseball because they just, you know, it's not one of the fast pace. You know, but I love baseball. It's it's long. Games are long, and games are long. I love baseball. I love and it. this is and this is and you're talking to a Pittsburgh Pirates fan right now. Yeah, you are. I mean, shit. I mean. We don't want to talk about that last pitcher. Who? What do you mean, who? What's it, the last who? The last pitcher. Oh, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, I had yeah, to bring it up. Sorry. I'm not going to say his name, all right? Piece of crap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, did, I wanted to bring him up. Let's right. move forward. We're moving forward. I hope that guy <laughs> rots in jail. If anyone's wondering who I'm talking about, just type in Pirates Pitcher Jail. Yeah, you'll say. <laughs> Pirate. All right. It'll it'll come. It'll come. All right. What about some football? You want to talk about some football, Josh? Football. I can talk about some football. Football. All right. So, big name on the free agent market hasn't been signed by anyone yet. Uh, not a fan of him and people like Josh's eyes and other Eagles fans, uh, because he did knock out Carson Wentz in the wild card round in this last uh, season's playoffs. But he's still a talented player and a gifted uh, defensive end. Jadavian Clowney is still a free agent. And reports came out today that the talks of him re-signing in Seattle, which seemed like, at first it seemed like he was going to probably re-sign with Seattle. They were working through some kinks with the contract negotiations. But now, reports have come out that it's off the table. He's unlikely returned to Seattle. It's uh, basically said and done there. He tried, but they couldn't work out a deal, and he's moving on. So Jadavian Clowney is, uh, if he wasn't already, is now that he seems to be done in Seattle, he's really going to be testing the market. So um, my question, Josh, is I know he did what he did to the crew uh, to Wentz, but before he was traded, by before he was traded, back before he was traded to uh, Seattle, a lot of Eagles fans – wanted Jadavian Clowney, and uh, reports are that, some reports say that, they were very close to acquiring him. But now that what happened happened, him knocking once out, and what was a cheap shot and a dirty hit, how would you feel about the Eagles going after Jadavian Clowney? I mean, at the end of the day, I think, you know, no player in any any. You know what? Perfect. Do, do you want me to give what I think first? Since yeah, coming from non Eagles fan, so yeah, let's hear. Let me say first, since I have a completely unbiased decision on it, this is my personal opinion on it. I think the game of football and a lot of sports for that matter. Now, some things happen that are way out of line, which you can yeah. defer, Absolutely. but sometimes things happen that, especially in a playoff game, you get extremely amped up. I'm not trying to cover up what he did. I, I already said what I think he did to Gwentz, it was a dirty hit, it was a cheap shot, it was necessary but in my opinion he's a good player if you want him you got the money for him and he wants to come there go after him because you know what shit happens sometimes i think at the end of the day everyone's a professional your football players and you know if they sign you go after a guy like that if he wants to go there and if you want him and it's it's fucking water under the bridge it's just yeah. like you know what man? we know what you did but he'll probably i mean i'm sure right away he'll be like you know what man i'm sorry i didn't i i wasn't thinking it was a stupid play or whatever he says and it's freaking water on the bridge. And knowing Carson Wentz, he's a good guy. I, I guarantee Carson Wentz would be one of the first guys to go up there and be like, you know what, man? 
don't worry about it. Crap happens sometimes. Let's play Carson, some football. Carson Wentz is a fucking saint. Dude, like, yeah. he doesn't even curse. Like, that so, dude, literally God-given. But for my opinion... Well, coming basically just as an Eagles fan, would you? how do you feel about it? If they I, said they could sign him, would you want do you would you want to sign Jadavian Clowney? How do I feel about it? I feel that he's a outstanding player. He's excellent, and I feel like he could definitely fit in our system. And um now of course, like that's just like do I like him? Maybe not after what he did. Would I accept him? Yeah. Do I like Crosby? No. Would I I mean I don't I don't hate him, but do I like him? Like, no, he's he's done us dirty numerous times but would I take him as a player yeah so I just think you know you got to do what's best for your football team um and if he if he improves us then I would I would take him and I'm sure like you said Carson Wentz would be the first person to go up and shake his hand and say welcome to the team you know because like you said there's stuff happens in the game I've done stuff on the ice that I didn't that I that I think about now and I'm like damn I probably shouldn't have did that I'm sure you've done the same thing you know, we've 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 talked about this between each other before. Josh says all the time about how we talk about the code, and there's a code in all, a lot every sport. And just a perfect example of this, like Josh has said to me before, like all, all just between talks with each other, one time in a championship game, there's just got another team didn't like him. He was just throw cheap shots one game and didn't like what he was doing to our fans. And uh, right after the championship game, I. Handshake line, punched him square in his face, got into a tussle with him, got about three good punches on him before his teammates came and stepped in. But guess what? Now every time we play that team, see that guy, shake his hand. It's yeah. nothing. We yeah. don't win, don't win, don't good. Because you know what? It's like, you know what? Shit happened. I did that. We went at it for a little bit, and it is what it is. It's water under the bridge. Like, I do I got any ill will against that guy? Nope. It is what it is. He don't he don't come after me. I don't come after him. We're yep. shake hand every time we play each other now, shake his hand after game. Good game, bud. Yep. Like it's just like sometimes in the heat of the moment, shit happens, and you 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 might think afterwards, like, eh, yeah, maybe I lost my head a little bit there. So I and, got uh, I, it is I what got, it is. I got two examples for you. Um, one having to do with our season. Um, right before the uh, championship game, we were undefeated. Uh, our our, our boats and hose team, and yes, I did say boats and hose. Um, we we were undefeated. No no losses under the belt, and um, we were playing the Wolverines and. And this guy was flashing me, and and I took him in the corner, and I I laid him out, and I I hit him hard, and he was down for a while. Came out the next shift, with which pissed me off too. But after that, I played him the next season. Shook his hand. You know, it's just it's the principle behind it. You know, you can't you can't. I don't like him. You know, Nick Depol- Nick Taylor got in his face. I don't like him, but that's. Yeah, you gotta have respect. you gotta have respect for your fellow competitors, whether you like them or not, or whether yep. you want to kill each other or not. And that this is another good prime example. Um, uh, if you remember, I forget what year it was, but when the Penguins were playing the Flyers in the in the Cup, and you know, every every Flyers fan loves this moment. Every Penguins fan, you know, whatever. But it, it's nothing to me, just because I'm very unbiased when it comes to the Battle of Pennsylvania. Um, the interview that Crosby had where he was talking about Drew and he just goes, I don't like him. You know, now they've played on, they've played how many years? Um, yeah. Together. I know exactly what you're talking about. Team, they it's just, yeah. it's just in the, in the heat of the moment, you know, you guys are going to battle, 
You guys are going to say that you don't like each other because you probably don't. But when you guys come together, you guys could be you guys could be the best of friends, and that's just yep. the way sports world. This exactly works. That's a good point. Yeah. So, so uh, move on from that. But I would, I would, yeah, I would definitely take him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So move on to that. Uh, still some NFL news here. Uh, obviously, we're not going to talk about Tom Brady necessarily. I'm pretty sure we've done every episode so far, but we are talking about the Patriots. Uh, uh, we talked about their situation uh, last episode. Me, Josh, and Nick did uh, about um, are they still the team to be in the AFC East? This and that. Who's going to be their quarterback? Me and Josh talked about would Cam Newton go there? Would that change? But uh, reports came out that Jarrett Stidham, who was a rookie last year, is believed to uh, be the one that's going to take the Patriots' number one quarterback position. Uh, so that's just a report, but it seems that they're not interested in acquiring or drafting a guy to be the – not saying they won't, but at least not to be the number one guy. It looks like uh, Jarrett Stidham, they think, is going to be that guy. And uh, initial reports from scouts are that they think that he is going to be a guy that, that can step in and be a – Good, good fit for that team. Uh, one scout even said that he is a perfect replacement for Tom Brady. So, I mean, we'll see what happens there. But uh, what are your thoughts on that, Josh? I mean, clearly they got confidence in the guy. So that that says a lot, you know. Because- Real quick, I mean, do you, if that is true, do you doubt what Bill Belichick thinks about a guy? I don't. I, I mean, don't know. It, yeah, no, I don't. Now that. No, reports aren't saying Bill Belichick said this, but if that if Bill Belichick said that he's going to be our guy, he's got to like what he sees. I mean, you know? I mean, at the end of the day, Bill Belichick knows his shit, whether you like him or not. And like I said, for for the organization to have such confidence in in him and honestly compliment him, that's a huge compliment to say that that he could be a, a good replacement for Tom Brady, one of the greatest yeah, I mean, quarterbacks of all so time. That's, that that yeah. says a lot for the guy. And, you know, and I'm sure the confidence that they've instilled in him is definitely going to speak when for it's sure. time. Of course, he's, sure. of course, of course, you know, stepping onto the big stage, you, you got the nerves, you got the jitters, you're, you're, you're just ready to go, but you're every play is, you know, whatever. So yeah. I just think – you know, we'll be able to we'll be able to see what he can do in the first six games. You know, and yeah, you can't you sure. can't you can't judge off what he's going to do in the first two games because, like I said, take some time. But I think first six games we'll be able to see if he's a real good fit for them. I mean, yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Confidence sure. level in him is is unbelievable, and based off that, you know, that organization has done a lot of things right, and I just think that they would know. You know. Yep, I agree 100%. Can't disagree with anything you just said, bud. So, uh, staying football here, but college, um, you know, a lot of people have uh, their things to say about whether the NFL or college football season will start on time. I think it will, but uh, unfortunately, we'll leave that out to what happens with everything going on right now. But the SEC, for one, uh, the Southeastern Conference, obviously, uh, announced that they're – well, I don't think they formally announced it, but reports are that they are pre-planning – um, a scenario in which the college football season gets canceled or has to be delayed. And reports say that they have a plan in place which would instill a nine-game season. Now, college football is usually a 12-game season. A nine-game season with conference play only <clears throat> to be played in the spring of 2021 oh. if they can't start on time or it 
gets delayed due to the uh, coronavirus pandemic. So uh, basically, and SEC alone, if college football can't be played because of this awesome uh, situation we're in right now, would you be okay with a spring nine-game college football season? Or would you say no point in that, just worry about next year? I mean, at this point, I just feel like all the organizations are just, you know, doing what they can. Yeah, they're they're making alternate options. They're seeing what they could do. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's that's definitely you don't think it'll go that far. I don't I I I hope not, and I have a very high confidence level that it won't go that far. But if people keep being idiots and not taking the proper precautions, yeah. then this thing might last a little longer than intended and and none of us want that. And and everybody, I, mean, I feel like everybody loves college football. Some people don't even like NFL, but they love college football. Yeah. So and to, to to bounce off of this too is uh, Mike Gundy, the head coach for Oklahoma State, said yeah. he would be willing to try to propose and talk to the college football NCA committee into letting them play a uh, season starting in May, like this upcoming May. Okay. Just to get the season played and over with, but it's like mm-hmm. oh, that's crazy. Like guys haven't even been tra- in training camp or nothing like that. So that's that's kind of ridiculous. But I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's well, definitely putting somebody in a uh, wheelchair and pushing them into a pool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's interesting, but if it does come with that, uh, come to that, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Now I am a type of person that's like uh, I don't really like that in the aspect that. Every conference usually plays – every team usually plays nine conference games and then three non-conference opponents, yeah. uh, which is usually in the beginning of the year. And the thing that is important about that is – I mean, I mean, it speaks for itself. You get to – it furthers your ranking. It's, it's People say, oh, well, you know, if you're only playing conference games and let's say the SEC is extremely weak, they might not – value as high like oh you don't really play no one whereas when you play those non-conference opponents whereas you're auburn and you have your second game of the season against a really good power five conference team like uh let's say ohio state uh or 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 even like the you know someone like washington or you know uh utah something like that you, you get that credit where it's like, oh, well, they, they, they went to Utah, beat Utah, so we got to give them up for that. So that's the only thing I have to say about it. But if it does come to that, I, I'm all for it. I mean, I got to watch some college football, but I don't think it'll go that far. Absolutely. I mean, like you said, if at this point, for now, for the time being, uh, just take what's given to you because, you know, we all miss sports. Shit, I would I would watch some – what were we talking about that one time? Eyes where they, uh, they play soccer on ice. Oh yeah, dude, that's crazy. You guys are right, real quick before we end, wrap up here. Let's look that I up. I was just, right dude, I was just on YouTube one day, <laughs> and this was a while ago, like probably over a year ago. And I just saw this, this these highlights, and it was all in German. And apparently, there is this league in Germany where it's literally soccer on ice. <laughs> like the, the they the, they don't wear ice skates. They run on ice. It's like an ice hockey rink, but it's wider. And they're just – they're a full ice hockey year on, except the skates. They're on, like, shoes, and they're playing soccer. And it was actually incredible. Yeah, so I – mean, <laughs> Like, that's what I'm saying. Just take what's given to you. I would watch that right now. But uh, I think that we uh, went a decent distance here, so I think we'll wrap things up. What do you think there, bud? 
Yeah, I had a lot of things to cover, you know, some some positive, some negative. I'm just looking forward to the positivity and, you know, just keep going. Yep. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, we're just kind of thankful we have enough to talk about here every episode. So, uh, like I said, just keep on listening. We'll keep giving you guys something to listen to with everything going on. So, as always, stay safe, be careful, and uh, have a good one, guys. All right, guys, I'm going to go uh, jump, uh, go uh, skydiving without a parachute. So, all right, see you guys. Uh, another one. All right, thanks for that one, Josh. All right, take care, everybody. All right, guys, be safe.